0: back to another episode of the Called Up Podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Harris. And again, this podcast is dedicated to the men who desire to take greater control of their life while being the Christ-like example this world so desperately needs. Each episode will feature practical insights on navigating the journey through manhood that are rooted in faith, driven by legacy, and inspired for the purpose God has for you. And so this episode, we're going to focus on through something through the unique lens of my journey, what marriage teaches about manhood. And so I'm going to share with you five things that I've learned thus far in this journey, Uh, just to give you a bit of background and perspective. uh, My wife, Michaela, and I have now been married uh, for five years. We will be celebrating six years in August. So I mean, time flies So quickly. Crazy. Here we are two kids later in in a whole home and a number of different things. But I just wanted to share with you all just a few of these things and just understanding why and, and the pressures and just understanding how all of these pieces come together. So the first thing that I want to share is the first thing. The most important thing. Prayer. Don't underestimate the power of prayer. And I can't stress this enough. Our deep connection, when I think about my wife and I, begins and ends in prayer. And scripture tells us how can two stand unless they agree. Prayer is ultimately the point here. And I know it sounds like, okay, like, yeah, it should be. But I tell you, brothers, there's there's so many times I've I've had, I've had conversation with different brothers throughout the past few years, and even asking the conversation even in the dating phase, did you all pray together? Somebody's like, no, nah, didn't really do that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> don't act like all of a sudden it's going to turn on this magic switch and, and things are going to happen the way it's, it, it should be. But truly, when I think about when my wife and I were even in our courting phase and what that represented for us was that prayer was our connection point that centered us through some tough challenges when we were first and you know you're in that that initial phase really trying to figure everybody out like okay how is she really what am i really but for us we took an intentional step to say god we're inviting you into this space from the very beginning because i heard, i was at the point i was like look unless the Lord sends me the woman I'm supposed to be with, I was, I was prepared to be like Paul. And those that know me know I tell this story so many times. Like I was prepared to live the single missionary life. I was going to travel the world and do what God had called me to do, but he saw fit for me to find the one that I was supposed to be with. And I can't tell you enough that prayer has grounded us throughout our first couple of years. And I'll share some other things here uh, and some other things to come, but I just, I just can't overstate that, that, The leadership that's required of us as the spiritual head of our home is rooted, number one, in our personal connection with the father that starts with us. Like what's our personal relationship with God like then from there? Being able to say, okay, when my wife and I then come together, then it's just a reflection of the time that I've already had to help amplify, even in the tough seasons, even when times are challenging and times are hard. And again, don't let me paint this picture like, oh, man, we get it right every single day, every single week. Now, nah, there's sometimes it's like, man, we're in the mix in the rut of life. And it's just like, oh, all these different things are happening. But I, but I can't overstate that when. We ground ourselves through prayer first, through any season that we're going through in every area of our marriage. It has truly been the secret sauce. Like I like it, People are like, you know, I'm confident we have a healthy marriage. I know that. And that doesn't happen by accident. It happens through intentionality. And I understand that who we are individually is much is much stronger through our connection together and so I can't state that. Don't underestimate the power of prayer and understanding where that then leads you for the next steps, uh, for the things that you want to see. So that leads them to the second thing, which is being intentional about communication. So, brothers, I get it. This is one of the areas that's like, man, do I have to talk about my emotions, man. Do I think it deep? It's like, yeah, dog, <laughs> you do, because. The women that we're designed to be with, and I think more—I think more specifically to uh, even my journey with my wife—that she's taught me so much, even through this through this line of communication, how important it is, and that trust, that that true level of trust that's built over time happens through vulnerable and open communication. Our marriage mentors, I want to give a shout out to Sean and Lynette Reed. Uh, They wrote a book titled Marriage in Transition. And in this book, they talk about a number of different things. But one of the things I want to stress is in one of the chapters, it talks about the idea of the fight for closeness happens when couples are committed to vulnerable communication. I'll say that again. The fight for closeness so that true closeness and connection that we that we want to feel is won by couples committed to vulnerable communication. So what does that even mean? I I mentioned earlier about that secret sauce, like, you know, it's through prayer, but it but it also is the setup then for some very intentional, whether it be some tough conversations that we need to have in order to establish some. Let me take that not only to establish, but also to rework some things. Maybe there's some things that haven't been happening in the way in which we both have anticipated. So we need to have a time to sit down and have that have that dialogue. And that doesn't come easy for my wife. I'm the type of person that if there's something up, let's talk about it right now. But rather, one of the things and one of the tips I want to give a shout out to the Reeds that they share is setting up an appointment with your spouse. And it's like, yo, this ain't no business. This like, What do you mean setting up an appointment? I tell you, We've been doing this for the past couple of years that has truly helped us in a space. So every Wednesday, we call this time family check-in every Wednesday night, 630. So if I'm working late or whatever it is, we just slide the time down, whatever it is. This time is dedicated for us to have specific time to sit down, have dialogue See where we are in the space. See how we've been doing. But more importantly, I'll give you even the format. I'll I'll walk you through briefly of something that we do that hopefully this could be something that you could begin to implement or something you can think about implementing as you have that dialogue. So I'll tell you how we do it. Ours is set up like this. So we format it based on. All right. Let's start with celebrations. What are one or two wins from the past week? Anything you want to talk about personally, it could be something with the home, it could be something uh, just that's going well. But starting with that foundation, like how we set it up is start with the wins because it's easy to talk about all the negative stuff that's going on, but intentionally taking the time out to celebrate the wins. Once we do that, then we go to the second part of our dialogue is the real part. All right, how are we really doing? What's really going on personally? Like, am I struggling with some different things? Am I am I frustrated this week? Are there some things that have really been boiling over and, and we're trying to process this? That time is for us to be able to put it out there. Like we if we notice one of us has been really stressed out during the week. Like, and we know, hey, my weeks can be really crazy. I can get home at nine o'clock sometimes. I can be home at three o'clock. So it really just depends. But having that dedicated space is no, we have an opportunity to look forward that we're not unloading things at these random times where we may not be prepared. So it's a prepared time that we take intentional moments to share here and then respond accordingly to what it is, the need that may have been presented. And I tell you this there, that practice, that habit has been foundational to us continuing to keep it. Like you don't get to where you want to go. When I think about all these models of, of folk that have been married 30 plus years, 20 plus years, you don't get there by accident. And just by following the model of individuals that have been there, that have done that have truly helped us be able to navigate this space. And I can't overstress how important that is. And I know guys, it's like, yeah, communicate, but you talk about being able to 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 create a life that thrives, creating a home environment that thrives, creating a home environment that's safe that we can trust one another, that we can build upon that that our that our children see, like all of that starts with us being able to be open enough and vulnerable enough to have that dialogue when it's necessary and important for us to grow together. So the third thing is receive grace, give grace. I'm going to pause here for a minute. Receive grace and give grace. One of the first things I think I came into marriage. I'm the type of person I love taking challenges head on. But the biggest thing for me was recognizing that I did not have it all together and what was required of me. To be the husband I am today, it takes time to build. Like you don't, no different. If you start here, like we we think about, I I'll never forget. I heard I was watching some video. I can't tell you what it is. I didn't forget, but I do remember what was said. And they shared this piece about how marriage, that that wedding day. For some feels like, oh, it's the finality, it's the final, it's the final point, we've made it. No, that's the but that's the starting line. Like, that's where the journey begins for this life that you all are gonna do together. And for me, when thinking about that, there was so much grace that I had to first receive as I was navigating this life of what it means to now be the leader of my home. Like, yeah, we we're dating, we we're going through that initial phase, but now the responsibility now coming from my parents me away from my parents for us to cultivate this space together there was a lot of grace that had to be extended to me personally to allow me to grow into the person that 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 I even am today and I'm still growing like don't get me wrong like there's still that process cuz to give perspective so we were married at 24 and 22 so early 20s still trying to figure out some different pieces But we knew this was the season that God had designed for us uh, to be married, to begin our journey. And for me, I moved from Texas. I moved from Dallas Folk. know I'm a Dallas guy. Moving from Dallas up to Kansas City uh, was a huge transition for me. And the grace that was extended for me to grapple with that process of moving 20 plus years from a place I've always called home to now establishing this new place. So say it was a it was a it was a rough first six months just trying to navigate that like it was cool, but it was different. And and I just appreciate my wife so much for just extending that grace for me to grow and, and understand what it means to be in this place. And two quick things that we did and I continue to do to this day is like no different than she I had areas to grow. She also had areas to grow. And where we were able to take that opportunity to really give each other that space was being able to recognize, OK, what are the small things that I can do to help lighten the load? Like so we go through these different seasons, these ebb and flows where things may be heavier on me for a season and things may be heavier on her. And so me recognizing those spaces, what are those small things like I know society says, oh, women's supposed to clean the house? Women supposed to do this It's like, nah, hey. I got capable hands and I got the time. Let me take care of it. If I got to take care of the dishes, if I got to vacuum the space, like all those things make a difference because it's my responsibility to then continue to set the atmosphere, of what it means to lead in the space. So even when I don't feel like doing it, I got to do it. So here's a phrase I always tell my wife. I'm like, we need to do it while we don't feel like doing it, because when we really don't feel like doing it, it ain't going to get done. And any folk out there understand exactly what that means. It's like, man, we got all this stuff that we got to do, but while I know I'm thinking about it, just go ahead and knock that thing out. Because that really makes a difference in the space of what it means to continue to cultivate and and give that grace. And, and another way that this shows up is through affirmations. Like one of the things I had to learn how to do, it was hard, but, but being able to first see a model is continue to affirm my wife and edify and build her up. And I know for for something, for some guys, it's like, well, you know, like, yeah, I love you, honey. Nah, but going beyond that, like speaking as a way, how am I speaking life into the things, into the areas that she may be in need of? Hey, you're beautiful, honey. Not just because I'm trying to get something out of it. Hey, you're more than enough. Hey, no, you got this. No, you're gifted. You're skilled in this. Like simple affirmations that, that go throughout the day that go throughout the week, that build up, that continue to help make sure she understands who she's designed to be and who I see her as. And that has been so critical in in giving that grace to that space of like, We all got areas to go in. We all haven't arrived. But we're getting there day by day. And I know it's my responsibility to help continue to build and help to continue to to showcase that. And so whatever little things I can do to help do that is really essential. The fourth thing, reaching out for help. Brother, brother, brother. I know. I know. Man, we the man of this house. Yeah, you are. You, You are the man of the house. And you also got to recognize sometimes pride can get in the way. I remember our first year of marriage. that was a tough one because, again, remember, I told you I was coming from this place of I just moved my whole life from Dallas to Kansas City and then thinking through this process of like, OK, how am I going to make sense of life? How am I going to do this? I got to get this job. But then I went, we went through this phase where I was jobless. We trying to figure out life. We're you know, Kayla's getting ready to graduate from college. And we're just like, Lord I don't even know. Like I, I literally do not know. And and so the scripture that talks about, you know, that, you know, give us this day, our daily bread really came to life in a whole different way for me because it, it, it taught me the faith for the day that I was literally in depending on those around me, leaning on my family, leaning on her family uh, to help us support us through, through, through a tough season that was essential for our growth. And one of the things that I will forever be just indebted to, not only my wife, but our families, is that they never put it in our face like, man, y'all got all y'all doing this stuff wrong. They they allowed us to grow. They allowed us to develop. They allowed us to cleave together through that season. And I always look back on that first year as being critical to where we are today, that we look back on that season being essential so still to this day when i recognize hey i may need some support here in a different way whether that be calling another brother just to be able to be uh be a voice like hey man i just need you to listen i'm struggling with this i'm trying to figure out this piece and having knowing that i have the confidence in the brothers around me uh to help support in that area i can't i can't state that we can't do this work on an island we can't lead on an island we can't do life on an island we can't lead a family on an island we can't. So we have to lean on the support around us. And if you feel like right now, man, I don't know if I have that. Be prayerful. Be prayerful and intentional about what that might look like for you and how God can really do that for you. And that was a prayer that we had intentionally, hey, send us some folk that we can really lean into, whether it be other marriage folk that that, that have been in the game and we were grateful for those individuals. And also others that are that are our age that we can kind of connect with as we're all going through this with children similar age. Like I'm so grateful for what this process has been for us and continues to be. So the fifth and final thing that I would say marriage teaches about manhood is that we cannot forget to dream together. Even as the lead, there's that expectation, like every vision, everything happens because you say so. Nah, bro. It's the togetherness. Remember the first thing I started with was prayer and we vision map together. And again, I got to give another shout out to the reads because they've modeled that so well uh, to us throughout the years, even before we were married, just being able to watch them as they've navigated. And in the same way, knowing how critical that is for us. And, and I want to share this because there's this, there's this myth out there that talks about, like we're chasing, like folks are always chasing to be this power couple that has never been a goal of ours. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I recognize the influence of both her and I have, respectfully, yes. But our goal has never been to be this power couple. We want to be seen as this, you know, influential folk that are doing. It's like, no. How can our How can our marriage and the things that we do give glory to the Father? Period. Now how we do that whether that be using our gifts whether it be speaking whether it be through writing shout out to my wife uh she just launched her book I can be the light so now she's a now she's an author like this is the things that she does that we do respectfully but together that dreaming happens because not only do I give her the space to do that we do it in a way that we invite God to help guide us in that space to do it together Proverbs 29:18 tells us that Where there is no vision, the people perish. Habakkuk 2:22 says this. uh, Two, excuse me. Habakkuk 2, verse 2 through 3 says this. Then the Lord answered me, "Write the vision, make it clear on tablets, so that anyone can read it quickly. The vision will still happen at the appointed time. It hurries towards its goal. It won't be a lie. If it's delayed, wait for it. It will certainly happen. It won't be late." There are visions. There are things that we've written down years ago that we've we've seen God do over the past couple of years and really open up. But it was through persistent, intentional prayer and taking those steps that said, hey, let's keep this at the forefront of what we do. So we do this at the end of every year. We do a checkpoint throughout the year just to be able to make sure we're still on track doing the things that we said we're going to do, whether it be personally, family, through ministry, whatever it is. And so I just say this with earnest and a a a level of compassion y'all dream together don't dream alone it's so essential that y'all's union and the connection when i think about before i got married that i was on this journey and i knew that as i'm as i'm tracking towards this path that god had for me I also recognize that the person that was supposed to come alongside with me was going to compliment and we were going to go to new heights together. There are things I'm doing today that I don't do without this connection with my wife. Catch that. There are things that I'm doing today that I don't do without this connection with my wife because she was able to speak life into areas I didn't quite see in the same way that help amplify the work that I'm doing because together, our togetherness is our strength. We run alone. We're vulnerable for attack, but together, our union, our unity has been the faith and the foundation that continues to keep us strong. And so here's my bottom line. I love being married. I love to love. I love being a father to my children. I love being able to see my wife when she wins, when she's going through some really great accomplishments, but also being able to be there to support her when the times are hard, when we're navigating some tough things. But all in all, I know that this life that I'm in as a man that I know I'm called to be, that we're required to take on some of the hard stuff. And because we're required to take on some of the hard stuff, it requires us to be all the more connected with God in our relationship. That first how we model is then what's modeled to our children, what's modeled to our wives, what's modeled then to the community around us. So check this. Like, Lord's calling us. He's calling us up. He's calling us to this place that requires us to be intentional, that requires us to be prayerful, that requires us to be connected. And so that's all for this episode, y'all. So if there's some nuggets that you've heard today, like, please feel free, shout it out, share it, because those are going to be the ways that you can encourage other brothers in the space. Continue to build this community, this called up community, these brothers that we're calling up because, hey, it's on us that our leadership, how we model, how we reflect is ultimately where this world is so desperately searching for. So until next time, go out there, do what's necessary be the light, be the family man that you need to be, be supportive, be the community folk, lead in a way in which that glorifies our Father. Take care.